The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Tuesday the 5th, and you are tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. How was your 4th of July weekend? It was excellent. What'd you get into? Anything fun? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we went kayaking. Oh, that's right. My husband and I. And uh, you didn't get stuck in any of those crazy storms. Mm-mm. No, it's it's really weird. No, it was it was perfect weather. And uh, it was like a three hour kayak trip from Wiley Ford on the North Fork of the Potomac River. And it was a beautiful day out. And then yesterday uh, we went to um, Seneca Rocks and... Uh, our youngest daughter and our dog went with us, and we we, climbed, we didn't climb the summit. Like you can't. Right. People you need do, like gear and stuff. Yeah, that's a like real rock climbing. We saw people with like oh yeah helmets and that's stuff. That's always my favorite part of driving because that's where I like to go camping down that way, mm-hmm. uh, Seneca Seneca Rocks way, and it's always fun to stop there. There's that general store like right uh-huh. on the corner where you can right. see like the rocks and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's fun to sit there and see if you can see people. Clamoring up yeah. the rocks and stuff. Like and they that. had in that store they had these. Um, they have good pepperoni rolls in there too. I miss that. Mm-hmm. Real, real good pepperoni rolls. That's why that place is always perfect to stop right before you get to the camp. So you can load up on like $40 worth of pepperoni now rolls. My, if my husband heard that, he's going to be just... <laughs> so, yeah, we got we got a magnet and smushed pennies. Nice. That is so... such a classic road trip <laughs> side of the road. That's my daughter's idea. But So even though we weren't like... And, and what I was going to say is they have um they have maps with like the little different areas of the rock face named... All these really? quirky names and yeah, showing huh. how people climb up and rappel down. And anyway, so um, so some people were doing that, and and what we did was no small feat because you know my dogs, our dog is like almost she's eleven. Yeah, I mean It'll you're still 11. hiking up a mountain, right? And it was it's a ten percent grade Oof. for a mile and a half. Oof. So one member of our party, I won't say who, was complaining. Your husband. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to leave it at that. The dog. The dog was complaining. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll was, just blame it on the dog. She was typically as she, it, she was just such a trooper. Now, how'd your dog handle the fireworks? She, she doesn't care. Oh. I mean, she actually, so we had fireworks in our neighborhood, which were pretty close. And my husband had her sitting beside his chair when, where we were out on our little road mm-hmm. watching them. And she was kind of like trying to ease over toward the house. But <laughs> that was, she's not terrified in the, but, They're gonna go start barking and running, and right, a lot of a lot of people lose their dogs. Oh yeah, like they take they take off because they. Pretty sure my parents' uh, old dog jumped out of their second story window because of Fourth of July wow. fireworks one year. Yeah, but my dog doesn't normally react to stuff like that. But um, yesterday, I mean, it sounded like a war zone uh-huh. 
out in downtown everyone's Martinsburg yesterday. Buying fireworks I mean, it now. was I was just sitting it was kinda nuts. Uh, hearing all the fireworks and mortars and stuff going off, it sounded like. But um, like Saturday, went to my sister's for a little cookout with the family. Nice. And she lives out um, like Spring Mills, Marla, mm-hmm. like, up that way towards the river. And of course, the river was just going crazy with fireworks. So I think he just, my dog finally had enough of it yesterday. And he was not enjoying it. That is for oh, sure. Did he, you have a good weekend? I did have from- a good weekend. Yeah, went and played a little golf with uh, my dad and brother-in-law yesterday. Uh, did the whole Fourth of July thing? Went to good uh, old time friend of mine's gender reveal Saturday. Oh, wow, nice! Yeah, it was nice. Those are always fun. Those are always a good time. I was, so, of course, correct in thinking it was going to be a girl, which it will be. Are you always right about those? Um, I don't know. Well, what I guess this is really only the third one out of all my friends. Your track record's pretty good, though. Yeah, I think I'm. Right. I think I'm about. I think I'm one, at least one for three. At least got that one right. That's for sure. But yeah, it was a nice 4th of July weekend. That is for sure. Awesome. Well, uh, we had a, a big event in West Virginia over the weekend. Of course, <clears throat> as you know, we've had it in our newscast. Memorial services were held over the weekend in the state capitol for Woody Williams, the nation's last Medal of Honor recipient from World War II. And, you know, it it's striking um, how much he touched folks lives and what a great ambassador he was not only for West Virginia but Gold Star families and even though he could have sat on his laurels and just come out for special events but he was advocating actively uh you know up until pretty recently for Gold Star families those are folks uh, families who've lost a, a loved one in military service so uh we pulled some excerpts the uh, West Virginia Public Broadcasting broadcast the memorial service as it happened So uh, we got some sound from their uh, YouTube presentation of that. And so um, I thought we'd start with the remarks from Governor Justice, and then following that we'll have Senator Manchin with a special announcement at the end. And I loved that man, a man that was so special, a man that I saw with dignitaries, all kinds of special people, the President of the United States of America, Donald Trump, in the room with him, and yet... Who sucked all the air out of the room? Woody Williams. Without any question. He was so special, it's off the chart. So I say to you just this. I thank this family, and I thank God above for Woody Williams. Our state thanks God above for Woody Williams. Our nation Thanks God above for Woody Williams. And our world, our world, thanks God above for Woody Williams. Those are some pretty powerful words. Yes, absolutely. And, and what a lovely tribute uh, to have him lying state for for. Uh, two days. If you go to the West Virginia National Guard page, by the way, I think I already told you mm-hmm. this. They had huge photo dump, 104, 106 photos, the photos or something. Are amazing of um of you know the the whole uh, the event and and all of these amazing pictures of uh, other military members. You know, a generation after mm-hmm. his heroic acts on Iwo Jima. It just gives you chills. 
Um, and another speaker, and this is these are not the sum total of the folks who spoke, and I know there are going to be some other expert excerpts today played um, on Talkline, but uh, Senator Joe Manchin, U.S. Senator Joe Manchin, um, was governor uh, mm-hmm. uh, of um, the state when Woody Williams was also actively advocating for Gold Star families. He grew up near where uh, Woody Williams is from in West Virginia, uh, and uh, he had some really... Uh, remarkable statements about his time uh, knowing Woody Williams. We're here to respect Woody. And uh, as the governor said, uh, uh, he wants us to celebrate. He really does. He doesn't want us to mourn. Uh, Woody was, uh, he's tough up to the last minute, as you know. Um, The last living Medal of Honor recipient from World War II. Think about that. The last living of the greatest generation the world has ever known, the country has ever had. I can tell you that. It's been 77 years since Woody quieted those enemy machine guns on the sands of Iwo Jima, and he is now sadly gone. But the ideals that he lived by are not love, is not, uh, is not love of his family, his friends, and his faith, and service the country above all else. Uh, Woody lived every day. He lived every day as if it were going to give a second chance, and he always thought that second chance was not to be wasted, if you ever talked to him. But one of my favorite quotes by Woody was this. He sighed when his great-grandson, Cedar's here. And where's Cedar? Standing, sitting right here. When Cedar graduated from Marine boot camp, your grandfather said this. Uh, he was asked what it meant to be a Marine. He said, uh, by taking that oath, you can take my life, but you cannot take my country or my freedom. If you ever heard him talk, that's all it was. That was Woody Williams in a nutshell. Um, I'm going to miss Woody. Uh, as much as this family misses him, as much as all of you missed him. Uh, I missed the phone calls. I missed the directions I was given. (laughs) How I was supposed to vote. (laughs) And when I didn't, how I made a mistake. Uh, I'm going to miss all of that. He's always coming with great ideas. One time we were talking and he said, Joe, he says, Gold Star families. He says, you understand what the Gold Star families, what they go through and how much, how much challenge they have. And, you know, we all mourn and, and, and honor the sacrifice that was made from their family. But they're left to carry on losing a dear member of their families you can't replace. He said, we've got to support them and do things. And I said, well, I was governor at the time, Governor Justice. And I said, well, Woody, we'll do whatever you think we can do. And then I, said, I always like to ride a motorcycle. So I said, maybe we'll do a motorcycle ride. You can always get a motorcycle. They come out all the time, and I watched when they rode in. It was very special. But anyway, he said, fine, let's do it. So we did a Gold Star family run, and we've been doing that for the last six years. Now, mind you, we ride a little bit hard at times. If you think I ride hard, you ought to ride with a Woody in that slingshot. I mean, he was hell on wheels. Woody comes screeching in, boy, I tell you, you couldn't go too fast for Woody. Uh, but we did a lot of good, raised hundreds of thousands of dollars and been supporting the Gold Stars, and I want you to know we'll continue to do that. That is not going to be stopping because I'm afraid Woody would come after me in a heartbeat. He said, let me tell you about these cemeteries up here. He says, we have these veteran cemeteries and we have these, we have these, these uh, uh, shelters. And he said, let me tell you, it doesn't always, the sun doesn't always shine in West Virginia and other places of the country. We need those shelters to be enclosed. And, and I can see Dennis go, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we passed a bill. Shelley and I worked on this bill. We passed this bill. We have three pilots, three pilot projects. Now, you can't, ethics violation to say, okay, we want this for one of ours. We're doing this bill for us.
They visit their loved ones somewhere to go. Um, I didn't realize the magnitude, as I said before, of Woody's of Woody's reach. But my God, it was it was long and it was far. Uh, the thing that, that reminds me most about Woody, and I think about how do you honor a person that's been honored, and and everything. It's it's basically, uh, and how do you how do you recognize the greatest generation? The greatest generation was recognized because they never blamed anybody else. They took total responsibility for their life and held themselves accountable at a higher standard. We were raised in the same part of, of the state of West Virginia, about 10 miles apart from Quietdale and Farmington. Uh, Woody would uh, always be able to bring everything down to a level that we could total grab and, and hold on to. We were saying the, the Pledge of Allegiance. And you, you, you ever notice we got one nation? We always, for, for some reason, we used to pause. One nation under God. Woody says, don't pause. You can't pause. There's no break there. It's one nation under God. And he was adamant about that. And, we, and I was very, very careful when I was saying it to make sure. But one of his, uh, one of his last wishes uh, uh, that he wanted for the... For the uh, for those who served in the greatest generation and the Medal of Honor winners. There was over 470 of them in World War II. His, his, his one of his last wishes was, Joe, that whoever, whoever that may be, not me, it's not because of me or anybody else, but whoever that last person uh, to honor the greatest generation in World War II should lay in state the United States Capitol. Now, that's not an easy feat. Well, since last Sunday, Shelly and I have been on the phone probably on and off all week trying to work through the, the rigmarole, if you would. There's a lot going on there, and there's a lot of control. Nancy Pelosi has control of the, of the House. She's the majority leader, so basically they have the, uh, the House has control of the rotunda. But with that, they have the four corners, which would be your majority and minority leaders in both. So in the Senate, it would be Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell. In the House, it would be Kevin McCarthy and, of course, Nancy Pelosi. Well, everyone's around the world. I mean, we, when we go on break like this, they're everywhere. So I'm trying to find them. I said, Shelley, have you found them yet? She said, I'm still looking too. So we're tracking, tracking people down, trying to talk to them. And I finally found Nancy in, in, in Europe yesterday, and we had a nice long conversation. And this it's a really tough, tough situation to get to get Lion State. There's so much request for that. But I want to announce today that I got a phone call at 11 this morning that our friend is going to lie in state at the National Capitol. How about that? That's pretty cool. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive to have him. Uh, like you said, I mean... How many people were always trying to get, you know, to have someone lay in state mm-hmm. for, you know, good reasons. But this, right. I think, is as good of a reason as any. Absolutely. So, wow. you know, again, it's it's um, it's great to hear all these stories, too, of p- folks who just knew him on a personal level. But to to retell those stories of the heroism of that generation, um, you know, I, and, and I always say because, you know, we mentioned a lot on on this um, on the show you know, World War II generation, it's, it's not about honoring the, you know, the, the war antics, the military mechanisms and, and all that. It's the people and, and the spirit that got them through that. 
and their their simple faith and you know as he, as he said they didn't they didn't blame anything on anyone they just yeah. got the work done Absolutely. you know and and he's uh the last of of his kind of the greatest generation you know so I'm I'm so glad that the nation's going to be able to honor him in that way. Yeah, it's very special, very special indeed. And uh, we'll try to get some of those pictures up uh, from when he was laying in state it's down. Done. Oh, perfect! They're <laughs> up on our Facebook page. So go check those pictures out there. Definitely, especially after listening, uh, you know, to Governor Justice and then Senator Manchin talk about uh, Woody Williams. Seeing those pictures will definitely kind of make it um, hit home a little bit. But we do have to get to our first break. So stick around for more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, serving us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewinner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Before the break, uh, we were listening to some excerpts from Senator Manchin and Governor Justice about Woody Williams, uh, who was laying in state uh, at the state capitol, uh, but will be in. It was announced by Senator Manchin. He'll be laying in state at the nation's uh, capital. So make sure um, you go back and listen to that a little bit. But we have up on our Facebook page pictures uh, from the West Virginia Air National Guard. Marsha, these are some that we were kind of looking through them during the break. Some pretty powerful pictures when you really start to dig through them. So I I didn't put it together because I thought maybe one of them was his grandson wearing his Medal of Honor. But these there's one picture of six men and they all have the Medal of Honor around their necks. And they're all Medal of Honor recipients, Mm -hmm. um, either from the Navy or the Marines, I believe, Navy SEALs and Marines. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them is is 82, and you looked up a little bit about him. Yeah, Major General James E. Livingston. Um, He received his Medal of Honor, uh, among many, many, many other honors and awards, uh, from Vietnam when he, you know, um, I mean, it's a long story. You can look it up, but uh, kind of help maneuver some, you know, troops around during enemy fire when they really didn't have any backup. And uh, it's, I mean, those stories are so, so incredible to read. You know, any military story, really, especially a Medal of Honor story, is uh, pretty impressive. But yeah, that that picture is moving. Absolutely, very moving. So check that out. That's up on our Facebook page. We we uh, shamelessly took all of those from the West Virginia National Guard, but they did such a beautiful job uh, encapsulating. Some of those images, it's just so moving. Absolutely. And some other uh, pretty, you know, pretty images mm-hmm. that uh, have been floating around were from the Berkeley County 250 celebration, uh, which really kind of came to a big bang over the weekend <laughs> with their 4th of July fireworks well out said. at the airport. Absolutely. And, and a big announcement that they're bringing the air show back yeah. next year, 2023. So I'm trying to uh, catch up with Nick Deal so he can... Uh, he, he may be in recovery right now, just like recovering from <laughs> the, big weekend. the events of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to kind of get him on to talk about what a great opportunity to bring that back, because I know my family has, you know, they enjoyed going out to the airport um, and seeing those air shows mm-hmm. in the past. So it's it's a huge move forward. The, uh, the airport also received... Um, uh, about $180,000 uh, in grant funding nice. from the federal government recently was announced last week that uh, Senator Manchin and Senator Capito uh, drew down these federal dollars for it's about four four and a half million 
dollars for five airports in the state, and hmm. uh, so they can work on runway improvements. So I'd like to talk to, to Nick about that as well. But um, what a great free event that that was I for know. families to come out. And I'm looking through the pictures on uh, the Berkeley County 250th commemoration Facebook page. It looked like it was packed. Looks like the fireworks nice and big. Beautiful sunset there going over the mountains. And uh, it looked big enough because I know one of the stipulations was that the mayor had to be able to see it from his house. So <laughs> <laughs> Looks like some of these fireworks were definitely big enough for that. You know what? It's it's amazing. We were driving back home um, from from our climb yesterday, and um, there were just fireworks everywhere, just randomly. Oh, look over there! Look over there! Look over there! So I imagine if he couldn't have seen those from his house, there were probably some others. <laughs> I'm sure his neighbors would probably put them off. At least all my neighbors <laughs> were. I'd love to hear from uh, from Sheriff Harmon and mm-hmm. um, Chief Sh- uh, Swartwood. You know how things went yeah. over the weekend with the fireworks. Another week, goodness. another week, we won't be seeing them. No, nope, but, but give, it, give it another week. I'm, you know, because people, you once you buy the fireworks, you feel compelled to. You got to use them. Yeah, you can't let fireworks sit around, right? So every night is the Fourth of July until we run out of the fireworks. That's I guess. right. I hope it's not me. I think we 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 don't have any. And but, I don't know how people, you know, still have any left from the last uh, couple of days. Right. At least the amount of fireworks I've been hearing. But uh, we'll be hearing, uh, hopefully, from uh, the Berkeley County 250 Matt Umstead to hear about the fireworks event, how it went, and then they have tons of other stuff coming up throughout the year. So stick around for that and more on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nicewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kabalik. And joining us in studio with Berkeley County 250th commemoration, it's Matt Upstead. Matt, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. Are you been exhausted? Able to, say, catch up on a little sleep from the weekend? Barely. <laughs> How busy was your weekend getting ready for the big culmination on Sunday? Extraordinarily busy, but not nearly as busy as Nick Deal and Chris Johnson, who were immensely helpful in putting the independent celebration together. They did a phenomenal job, them and their team. They were they were awesome. At what point on Sunday were you actually able to just enjoy what was going on? Uh, really not. It was, it was, <laughs> not even while the fireworks were going on? Well, I will say, when the first firework, when the first firework went off, and it exploded right where the moon was shining. Oh, neat. It was just this awe you heard from the crowd. And I was, ah, wow. Because the firework went off where right. it was supposed to. Yeah, and, and right where the moon was shining. And it was, cool. it was very well, it was almost like we planned that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was of great. Of course you did. Well, it so, looked like there was a ton of people there. Yes, uh, probably the estimate is anywhere from, uh, I'd say, five to 7,000. Wow. Yeah. And then that's the perfect place to have that many people up there, too. Yeah, and the uh, the parking went very well. There were some bumps. There were some hiccups, you know, as there are with any mass gathering mm-hmm. event. But, of course. But overall, the reaction and the response, the people really, really enjoyed the fireworks. Some people said it was the best show they've ever seen. Wow. Uh, the unobstructed view, they really commented about the airfield not having any trees. There were neighborhoods uh, in the vicinity of the airport that said they saw the fireworks very well from their house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was seen from quite a distance. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of good feedback on the fireworks and the music. Uh, Don Ricks did an amazing performance of the national anthem at the end. It was tremendous. Uh, the Musselman um, Exit 5 Jazz Ensemble, they did a great They're job. They're always good. 
got really good feedback from them and want to give them a special shout out. And uh, I think Mike Napper, is that, is mm-hmm. that right? Uh, for for help participating with we need the, to have uh, them on. We've had we've had Mike on, and I mm-hmm. know, you know, he always he has a different iteration of that every year, but it's always just so yeah. spot on, amazing. Just did a great job. People in the in the community were really impressed with the young people that that performed and uh, for that. And it's too bad they didn't weren't able to perform a little longer. Actually, yeah. uh, they were really a hit. Uh, so the food uh, food truck businesses, uh, from what I understand, did. Bit gangbusters mm-hmm. business. Uh, it was very warm. Uh, we did have a, a couple people who needed a little bit of medical attention, but overall, I think everybody was okay, and we got out okay with no major incidents or anything like that. Do you think the airport could be the spot where that could be, you know, kind of permanently if it could work out? We had. <laughs> can't tell you how many people have asked that I'm question. Sure, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and there were people that assumed this event had been held already annually, and they were always saying, "This is my first time here. This is my first time here." And I said, "Well, this Mine is too. my first time here." <laughs> and, and 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 you know, so people were just like, and, and people were like, looked at me like giving that blank stare, like, "Really? Like this is so well done. This is so you know." And that goes back again to Nick and Chris Johnson, Nick Dio and Chris Johnson at the airport. Authority of the MRB Foundation, who were collaborating sponsors with this and uh, fiscal agent for the commemoration celebration as well. They did a tremendous job. And uh, yes, the answer is yes, it could be held there mm-hmm. um, with the, the right resources in place, mm-hmm. funding, you know, mm-hmm. uh, support from the local uh, community, the business community, uh, obviously some, some, some continued county uh City support, um, yeah, it could happen in theory. In theory, it could happen, but that requires right. collaboration and sponsorships and policy decisions way be, up, be above <laughs> and beyond my pay grade. And I really can't comment about that too much. So, I, I it, one of the things that I think was most remarkable was that you know five to seven thousand people could come in with their family members, and it was free. Right. Um, and, and there were people and there were people that were that were kind of shocked. They were like, well, what's the admission? I was like, oh, no, there's no charge. It's free. Yeah. And they were they were like, you should charge for this. You should charge an admission for this. And, and we were like, well, this is not the, that type of event mm-hmm. where we're doing that. This is for the public. And uh, and I think the model works well, though. I mean, I think businesses, the, our sponsors, uh, Procter & Gamble, um, all the different spo- Berkeley County Development Authority, uh, you know, all those folks. Uh, State Farm Agents of Berkeley County, uh, WVU Medicine, they each had a tent mm-hmm. uh, in the back. Uh, it was all laid out where they could have their own catered tent. And so for their sponsorship, that was part of the, you know, part of the arrangement where if they sponsored the event. So that could happen. That model could continue. So that support could be there, you know, for people to continue to keep it free. But we only turned 250 once. That's true. And, and so what does this mean for you, Madam? <clears throat> well, it's the last special, uh, it's the last special event of the celebration. There's a deep sigh here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very uh, relaxed uh, after the uh, event was over. After about, the gates closed. <laughs> <laughs> the gates closed. You can and, see your, uh, <laughs> your schedule opening up slowly but surely. <laughs> right. And uh, so, but we're, you know, we're continuing to do some history events and some things, uh, some smaller things the rest of the year, but... As far as major events, yeah, it's the last one of the of the uh, celebrations. So, how do you think they've been? How do you think they've all gone? I think overall, we've been blessed with some great weather, just great weather. All the events were pretty much outdoors, uh, except for some exhibit events at the library. But uh, we've been blessed with great weather, good response, good favorable uh, feedback, and actually, um, <clears throat> there is interest in continuing to have these events uh, again and the next year, actually, and. Uh, 
Obviously, the Independence Day is a little mm-hmm. bit more complex and requires a lot more resources and funding and things like that to be determined and figured out. But the other events, the Color Run, uh, the Parks and Rec is going to take that event on. Nice. Uh, they're going to continue that, I believe, tentatively. I think they've agreed to do that. The Duck Derby, uh, we're working with Main Street, uh, probably keep the collaboration together. Uh, working with Main Street Martinsburg, uh, Adam Stephen House, and continue that event again next year, hopefully. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunity and an Explore Berkeley Challenge, another event that mm-hmm. Dana DeJournette and, and the folks out there. So hopefully we'll, again, have that event again next year as well. So there's some real opportunity to continue some of this, um, of what we created here into the years going forward. Are you interested in helming it? Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to volunteer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure this has been a pretty intensive uh, yes. with all the research and all the planning and especially with the research for, you know, 250 years is a lot of time for stuff to happen. I was not um, employed to take this role. This was not my uh, job description, job description. So I was drafted to be the chair of the committee by a group of five people who said, you know, who were working on the commemoration at the time. And they said, well, Matt, you know, you, you work, you know, for the county and why don't you chair the committee? And wow. I'm like, really? I've never done anything like this before. <laughs> and, and, and they were like, wow, I'm sure you will. We'll, yeah, we'll you'll help figure you. it out. Yeah. You'll be fine. Well, you know, Everyone takes a step yeah, back. Right. Fine. <laughs> fine. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well let's go, you know? And so I, you know, but did the best I can. I knew some people and I thought, you know, okay, if we get these people to help me out, okay, I think I can, we can make this happen. And, and without that steering committee and that group of volunteers for the, all these special events, well, I'd be lost. I really would. They, well, they really helped me out. What an amazing job you did delegating, finding oh. the right people. And um, so many neat features that we've enjoyed here, oh, yeah. especially, you know, following the page, right? Oh, yeah. And as, uh, you know, not a native West Virginian being able to find, but, you know, local to the panhandle, it's been very interesting this year being able to see the different, you know, not just Martinsburg, but Jefferson County and Morgan County and different things like that. Or, well, Berkeley County and then different aspects of the panhandle itself have been, you know, very, very interesting. And it's been cool to follow along with. One neat little programming thing we did on for the Independence Celebration, it didn't really get a lot of pub, but we, we invited uh, Steve, I think Steve Stolliper, Jefferson County Commissioner, mm-hmm. and Bill Clark, Morgan County Commissioner. And they both came over and said some remarks to the crowd on, on Sunday. Oh, nice. and, are, are they our baby sisters? They are siblings. As county? Siblings, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, they are sibling Are counties. we the older? Are we the older? We are the older, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, did, we, it's, did we bully them at all? No, we <laughs> didn't give them too much grief okay. and, and, and really thank them and present them with the co- <laughs> Presented them with a coin and, and oh, cool. uh, nice. you know, and thanked them for being part of the event and telling a little bit of history about how we were all together at one time and a little diplomacy. A little, yeah, we engaged in a little community countywide uh, diplomacy with the different counties here in the region. So cool. hey, after 250 years, why, why you got to start anything now, right? right? Why right. start something now? Right, right. So <laughs> we could all come back together in one county. Yeah. That opens up a whole box. That was a joke, everybody. So, just so you know. Okay, we're speaking with Matt Umstead with Berkeley County 250th commemoration. Now, uh, you said that this was the Independence Day was really the last big bang for the 250th, but uh, there are going to be some smaller things still. Yeah, there's uh, community uh, historians presenting at the library for Saturday of the month, 2 p.m fourth Saturday of the month, 2 p.m. at Martinsburg Library at the exhibit, at the Discover Berkeley exhibit. They're going to come in and basically talk about different aspects of history. They're listed on the uh, website, berkeleywv250.com. So uh, through October, um, we have uh, folks scheduled. We've already had a couple speakers already, I believe. 
uh, if not maybe Ron Good, I think from Hedgesville, Ron Good, who's a has a treasure trove of, of artifacts and knows a lot of Hedgesville area histories, uh, northern Berkeley County. He already has come in and, and given a, a talk, um, but we also have several others lined up as well for that. Uh, we're doing some commemorative uh, fundraising efforts, or we're going to, I think we're developing a decanter. Oh, wow. With, with that the, sounds appropriate for yeah. uh, Might have to get in line for that one. With, which we're only producing, again, 250 of these. You already gave so, you a coin. I know. So, um, <laughs> he saved it for the decanter. And this is a little pricier, so we might not be. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be so just giving those we away. We might not be able to hand those out for free, right? But anyway, uh, but we're doing some fun. We still want to make, at the end of all this, the really at the very, very culminating part of this is a presentation of a, of a donation for a quality of life. Uh, parks and recreation so that's really what we're still working on as far as a project it may not be an event an informative event but we're trying to raise some funds and generate some support for parks and rec quality of life here in berkeley county martinsburg so historical commemoration ends in a legacy for the future generations that's correct that's correct okay. and 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 these events too are hopefully are become legacy events in a sense Matt Amstead is with us. I wanted to, before we have to let you go, ask you quickly, there was an announcement yesterday at the Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport uh, that they're bringing something back. Yes, the air show. They're bringing back an air show for the 100th anniversary of the airport. Uh, Shepherd Field is actually one of the earlier uh, generation airfields in the United States. Um, Amelia Earhart was uh, said to have a membership uh, a club. Uh, she was part of the aviation. She had a club membership there at Shepherd Field. Uh, she's actually listed in the History Museum out there at the airfield at, at the uh, terminal. And, uh, and just a little bit of the city's uh, county tie-in. Um, you know, Alexander Parks, uh, who was instrumental in getting the Flying Club together in 1922, actually, 100 years ago. Um, he was a city, a city leader here and in, in, in county leader here in Berkeley County, Martinsburg. You know, the McFarland house, if you're familiar mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. uh, they, that's, I think that was the house that he built there and lived there, wow. resided there. And so there's a lot of really cool, uh, Shepherd Field's on the map. Mm -hmm. That's Pretty awesome. much on the map. And uh, if any, you pay attention to the plane, the planes that fly in and out of there, it's very much on the map. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not allowed to really comment about that too much, <laughs> but there, it's very much on the map and yeah. used by high profile clients and visitors and uh it's got a lot of history there and uh, george washington rode through there way i was back gonna say he didn't fly so george, yeah. there, but <laughs> he, visited, he, visited, he visited the guy that owned the property there that's so wow. cool See, yeah. it's stuff like that that you know i feel like not every well i know that not everybody knows that's made this whole year so interesting to be a part of and it's been so cool you know to be able to talk with you and the different people you've brought in yeah. uh, this whole year and uh yeah appreciate you sharing all this with us well the social media posts will continue through the end of the year um, so you, that the education continues for those Good. folks who are following Indeed. the, the uh, Facebook page and the Instagram page. Those posts will continue through the end of the year. So stay tuned. Keep up following us and liking our uh, post on there, and hopefully you'll learn something. Well, if you need anything else to do, I'm sure you got enough info, local info now. You could probably get a pretty good podcast going. Well... <laughs> We're working on a little museum project. Nice. In case, in case you didn't. There we go. Well, we'll have to get you back on and talk about that one. Yes, that's still in the progress. Again, we've been speaking with Matt Umstead with Berkeley County 250th Commemoration. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. And stick around for more of Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewater. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. If you missed it for the break, we were speaking with Matt Umstead, talking about the Berkeley County 250th commemoration, the big Independence Day fireworks celebration over the weekend, and all the other great historical and local events that they've been having uh, and information they've been sharing throughout this year, which has been super cool, uh, especially to me. So make sure you listen back to that a little bit later on. But speaking of cool local town things, Marsha, Berkeley Springs made uh, the top 10 of a pretty cool list. Absolutely, yeah. So um, it was USA Today and someone else. I can't remember the other. But uh, the top 10 best historic small towns. Yeah, Berkeley Springs, West Virginia, making uh, the list at the number nine spot. So cool. Those lists are those lists are actually a lot more important than people think because people are always looking around trying to find places to go that's not going to you know either a break the bank or not be too far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are always the. I mean, tell me you don't click on these posts every time you see oh, right. them, even if it doesn't say anything remotely close to where you're at. Like, oh, um, bookmark that for a future date when I might yeah. want to go somewhere. And yeah, yeah, or I'm sitting here bored at work and I'm just going to click through a slideshow of, you know, places that, you know, I could go visit. Oh, Especially, Mackinac Island. Have you been to Mackinac? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that how you, you say that? Mackin- mm-hmm. Yeah. Mackinac Not Mackinac? Island. Nope. Mackinac Island. So you, um, you, they don't have um, motor vehicles for the majority of the island. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some of the people who work there do, um, but it's horseback or biking. So my wow. family biked all around the island and it's, yeah. It's huh. no small well, feet. <laughs> well, here's what they had to say about Berkeley Springs on this USA Today uh, top 10 best small towns in America post. They said less than two hours drive from D.C. and Baltimore. Berkeley Springs is worlds away from big city bustle. You think that's right? Mm-hmm. Well, when they haven't sat in traffic on 522 before because it feels like you're in a big city uh, when you're waiting on traffic there. But visitors discovered the power of this mountain enclaves at natural warm springs ages ago and have been coming ever since seeking relaxation and rejuvenation. You could spend time at centuries-old baths at Berkeley Springs State Park, uh, but myriad modern options abound as well, uh, along with lovely inns, dining venues, shopping options, and cultural events. Man, that was a tough No, I think that's all, that's no, all that's true. That's absolutely all true, all but true. that was tough for me to read. I'm not going to lie to you. I was not ready to say myriad today <laughs> in a sentence. I'm glad I didn't uh, struggle through that one. But that is neat. Very cool that uh, Berkeley Springs makes that list. Well-deserved. Yeah, it is well-deserved. Well, we got a few minutes uh, left here, Marsha. Oh, we, we tooled through Berkeley Springs on our way back from um, our kayak trip and discovered the panoramic bar and grill uh, up at the top of the mountain and the food was really good. You're talking I, about Canary Grill? No, it's Panorama. Oh. There's quite the view there too. It's on the outskirts and you and and from there you pass by the Berkeley Castle too. Oh, I haven't been that far that way yet. You know how it happened? We were coming back from Wiley Ford where we mm-hmm. started our kayak mm-hmm. trip. And then we didn't have any cell phone service, so I had no idea how to GPS us out of there. So my <laughs> husband used his spidey skills, you know, like, oh, I'll find our <laughs> like, way. Yeah, I can. I, I know where we're going. And when we, I took a nap, and then I, when we woke up, I was at the top of the mountain. <laughs> like it was amazing. Spring, close enough, just so close to the. <laughs> and house. there was a barbecue sandwich. So. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It's that perfect. definitely doesn't hurt things, but uh, perfect. I, I have done that same river float that you've done before but uh-huh. i think you remember significantly more of it than i do well, mine of those was pretty trips. Recent, so. 
Uh, well, so, so we're mine. <laughs> so we're mine for that matter. Um, but yeah, at least you didn't. Uh, did you end up at the end when you guys got out with their big rocks to jump off of? Yeah, well, they were on the way. We, they weren't quite exactly where we got out, but yeah, they were. So that's rocks. usually where we would get out, and then uh, you always had to try and jump the rock, jump off the rocks, uh-huh. and then depending on how the water was, it was pretty tough to get back out from where the rocks and get into were. a kayak. Yeah. Yeah, so that always made for an interest, especially at the very end of the float trip, always made for an interesting situation, interesting swim, that is for sure. But I'm sure you did not have to deal with any of that on yours. I barely had to get out of my kayak, so it was a really nice float. <laughs> well, good. Well, good. But if you missed any of the show today, listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. But for Marsh Kabbalah, I'm Jordan Nice. It's been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.